everyone, and welcome to the debut episode of Light the Fuse, where I am your hostess with the Moses. It is Y2 Garcia, and joined with me is my really good, super best friend, my fellow lover of the show Friends, fellow Hangman lover, fellow Bucks obsessor. I could talk highly of her all day. It's Emily. I take the Emily. What's up, Emily? What is up, people? Yes, welcome to the... I'm doing great. Yeah, okay, so... For this episode, our day two episode, um, as you all know, based on the title of the show, Light the Fuse, it is all about AEW. I've always wanted to do an AEW show because I don't really get to talk about it much on our weekly show. So I was like, you know what? Let me do an AEW show. It's finally here. Technically, it was here, but technical difficulties have prevented it from coming out. So we're finally, finally getting it out there. So for this debut episode, we are going to be doing um AEW moments and matches our favorites because AEW has been here for over three years now and it's still going strong yep, so much has happened yeah so much has happened since then and so much is going to continue to happen so might as well like reminisce about what's yes. going on the last few years um I just do want to quick give a quick um warning um to not only Emily but to anyone who's going to watch or listen in the future if you hear sudden commotion in the background it is because it is Friday night and my dad is hosting poker night. So um, he's going to have a bunch of people over and I'm pretty sure they're going to be all like cheering or getting upset because I don't know if they're going to be winning or losing money. But just so you know, there might be a little commotion going on. So just disregard if possible. So Emily, I Sounds gave like you- like my great grandfather's house. Yeah, well, there you go. That's my, that's just my dad on Friday nights. <laughs> So we're going to talk about favorite moments and matches. If you have 10 of each, we could do a top 10, or if you just want to go back and forth on favorite moments and matches, whatever you want to do, which um, since you're the guest, I'll let you choose. Should we do moments first or matches first? I think we could do moments first. Moments? All right. I don't know if you have a top 10. I put a top 10, not only just to be a little more organized, but also because just to kind of like keep things like, short you know because like if we just talk about all the yeah. moments I, I liked or matches that I like it could go on forever because again we've talked about three yeah. years three years worth of moments and matches so I, I narrowed it down yes. to 10 I don't know if Emily did if she didn't it's totally fine I also have honorable mention so I don't even have 10 anyway so but <laughs> Emily I'll let you start off any favorite moment you'd like to reminisce about that's happened in AEW well thank you very much for letting me go first I have I did all this during science class because I got really bored and I did not want to learn about the ocean floor. No, it's okay. Like, I, don't, I don't blame you. Priorities, um, man. Priorities. Yes. But since we are on the topic of full gear and returns, I, I would like to talk about um, two very important people in both of our lives. You might know them. They are on your headband. The Young Bucks. Yes, However, I want to talk about when... Yes, they are yeah. all over there. Yeah, they're all over the, the place. whole shrine. Emily's got her own <laughs> shit too. You just, just you, you need to Facetime her, and then you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to talk about the moment where they officially turned heel, and yeah. that is when they like cut off the tassels and came out with ten thousand dollar Air Dior's. And I think they're so twenty thousand. I think they're. Oh, I think they were originally <laughs> ten thousand, but you know them in resale instead of retail. They're like they always brag yeah. about how they got resale instead of retail. So I think the resale was for like twenty thousand. Because you know how people are, they like to take so something and make God. it like ten. Well, if you look online right now, the Young Buck shoes that they've done are like people are reselling them for like yeah. eight hundred dollars and stuff. I'm like, 
And of course, they haven't sold because I'm think, I thinking like people aren't that desperate for shoes, you know. But yeah, so yeah, but yeah, I agree. That's a really good start. Um, well, you can't see it, damn it. But on, uh, they have another little shelf above here, <laughs> and they have the the gear that they cut up, which was the gear that they wore at Revolution 2020. One, I had to think about it. One, yeah, because I was like, 2020. I'm trying to think what happened to 2022. I don't remember. At least I don't remember what the Bucks were doing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it was a really. Like, we were waiting at this point. It was a matter of when, not if, the Bucks were gonna turn heel, and they finally did. And you know, they've been yeah. heel before. And, you know, in New Japan, Ring of Honor, they've been heels, but they've kept the tassels. They've kept the same look, the same really, the same vibe, if you will, the headbands, everything, you know, the yeah. psychedelic look. But the first time they actually like switched it up a little. They like the gear, the, the first gear, like how you said, was the Dior gear, the beautiful light gray and white. It kind of had the same shape, but yes. there was no tassels. I was like, I was kind of scared at first. Like, what the hell are they going to do to us? But then they came out, it looked similar and it was really good looking gear. So I was like, okay, I can, I can live with this. And sure it enough, was. their gear has just gotten better and better. More specifically, I'm referring to yes. also like as recent as, the last time we've unfortunately seen the Bucks, which was all out, they have that Young Bucks gear that was super cool. Yes. So that's a really good start. Okay, so I'm going to go just from 10 to 1, but I mean, this is, I mean, all okay. all moments hold special places in my heart. And of course, I, I don't think I'm going to go, no, I don't think I'm going to number them because if you say the moment also, then we'll just talk about it and I'll just jump over. So, but a moment yeah. I have listed... Um, Personally, I'm going to, it's like, I have the Jericho 30th anniversary show. If you know me, I'm Y2 Garcia. So of course I was after Jericho um, when they celebrated his 30th anniversary in wrestling. It's just crazy because I'm 21. So when the 30th anniversary happened, I believe it was 2020, October of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? They had the AEW anniversary show and then they, the week after was Chris Jericho's anniversary show. But yeah. it was really cool. It was basically based around Jericho. And then at the end, they had the end credits. But of course, everyone listed in the end credits was Chris Jericho. I thought that was hilarious. But it was good to like that they showed recognition to him because he has played a major role in wrestling. You know, he's changed the game. He's the master yes, of reinvention. So and of course, I just like to shout him out because he's just one of the best of all time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's personally a favorite moment of mine. Yes. Yeah. All right, Emily, next moment for you. Okay, we're going to do a debut this time because I think, yes, this was at, I'm trying, I think it was all out of last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Adam Cole, baby. Baby, yes, him and Brian Danielson debuted the same night. It was all out 2021. I know that because I was watching in Mexico. I I was watching in Mexico. I was in Mexico and I was like, everyone's getting drunk, not me. I'm watching all out. I don't even drink anyway, but like while everyone was living it up, I was watching all out. It was a little bit hard because like sometimes they wanted to go like outside of the hotel room and I was like, no, because there's no Wi-Fi. There's no Wi-Fi. And even then I had to pay. Emily, I had to pay for, okay, I didn't have to, but I wanted to because I wanted to watch. I paid for a VPN because, yeah. um, um, what's the freaking, BR Wrestling or B- Bleacher Report. They didn't, uh, they're not available That's in Mexico. So I was like, I had to get a what? VPN so I could still watch the pay-per-view. So like, I remember, I think the two matches I made sure I kind of watched the most of from start to finish was, 
of course, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros, and Kenny Omega's match. Hangman wasn't there. I remember he was out there being a dad. Hangman, dad and Paige was at home. So uh, there was only two matches I really, really cared about. But yeah, it was... um, Good, good debut. Back to Adam Cole, who this is about. Um, it was a good debut, and it's very unfortunate if you look back to then and now. He has been off TV since June of this year, and he's out with a concussion. Which I'm is very, very worried about him. I'm worried, too, because it's, like, taken this long. I don't know, if, like, I just hope everything's all right, and he's just getting, like, the recovery and, like, the treatment yeah. he needs. But it also just kind of worries me because a concussion has taken him has taken him out for this long and we still have no idea when he's coming back but now just recently hangman yeah. suffered the same thing he suffered a concussion during a match and so now i'm just thinking oh shit is Hangman yeah. gonna go through the same thing i yeah. can only hope for the best for both of them but i still think really good moments yes. you know of course everyone thought oh Cole's gonna come out he's a face nope he joined the elite he joined with them which, I mean, exactly. We, got some, we just got some good memories. We got them as the Ghostbusters the month after for the October for the Halloween episode of Dynamite. Yes, we did. Um, we got um Elite Games instead of Squid Games on being the Elite. So good, good times with that, Cole. Okay, yeah. so next moment, and also I... we got a six Super Click shirt. Exactly. There you go. We got a good Super. Actually, two <laughs> Super Click shirts, which I know you own one of them. We did too. Yeah, because it's the one you have, and then it's the one in the pink, which is still a pretty shirt. That gear is beautiful. Yes. But um, yeah. So my next favorite moment is for. Like, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people loved this moment, but it just hit close to home for me. And that was Thunder Rosa winning the AEW Women's Championship. That moment altogether just was just incredible. You know, she came out with the mariachi. She came out with the flag, the face paint. It just felt, it felt like this was happening in my backyard, all right? Because like I've I've mentioned, I think I've mentioned this before, like even on my stories, like I've shared this because it was there. Um you have mariachis like anywhere like restaurants gatherings quinceaneras anywhere and they always play that song so I'm like dude I know like I know this I know this so it was really cool to see and then she won the title after like I don't know how long after she's been going after it she's been going after Brit and the title she finally got it I'm so sad that she had to well I guess she hasn't technically relinquished it yet but she had to like vacate her spot at the moment for because she's injured so many injuries this year but also I could have met her at all out I actually had the ticket to meet her at all out but they canceled because of her injuries so I was very sad but I mean hey I just want the best for her and I got to meet her virtually so I mean it's something but yeah for personal reasons mostly that is a moment that will always be one of my favorites in AEW history yeah I I I love that moment so much I should have given everyone a warning. Also, I'm a little sick, so if I sound a little nasally or if I keep catch me wiping my nose, it's because, and I sniffle because I'm sick. So bear with me. But oh. All right, I'm Emily. sick too. I'm under the weather right now. So yeah, that was me on Tuesday. I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to class. Ugh. Anxious millennial sick cowboys we are. What? Except we're not millennials. Yes. Nope. None of hashtag Gen Z cowboy. Yeah, hashtag Gen Z cowboy. Except Hangman's a millennial, that's why. Yep. Any- anyways, Emily, what's your next favorite moment? <laughs> so I think my next favorite moment, this is actually 
um, another Young Bucks moment, but it also involves a group called Private Party. It was um, in 2019, um, specifically October 9th, 2019. I finally got to watch this match, like the full thing. And when Private Party stole the win, that was just a moment that I'm like, holy crap, these guys proved how good they were back then. And they're still incredible today. Oh, for sure. I want to see more of them. I wish they would come back. I think, I don't know what's going on with them, honestly. I don't really watch Dark or Dark Elevation, so I don't know if they're there. But I would like to see them back on TV. They used to be on Bing the Elite also. They used to have like this when the dead ass and the thunder was a, like a bit that would they would do like a regular thing. That it was, was always private thing. It was always private party like that would like be there that would cause Nick to say I'm dead ass and then the thunder and they would pretend to like fall over and stuff. <laughs> Shit like that was really funny. And then Matt would be like a a and then exactly just... exactly. So I missed stuff like that. So hopefully we'll get that again soon. I'm hoping all is yeah. well with them. Tony used them. They're really talented. And, you know, that was proof. You know, they showed that, you know what, like, just because we're facing the young bucks doesn't mean we're, don't like, sell, don't count us out, you know? They can hang, even with, like, yeah. the bucks. That's a really good, that's a good one. So, yeah, but it also. Oh, go on, go on. But go it on. also showed that the young bucks are willing to put young talent over and so just. No, um, Emily, I'm going to be don't, quoting stupid no, marks out there. No, Emily, don't you know they booked themselves <laughs> to win? This is their show, oh right? Oh my god. I, yes, exactly. And Kenny Omega always has to be champion. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. It's so obvious. <laughs> even though they've been suspended for two months. Because anyway, of sorry. a stupid little prick. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, continue, continue. Sorry. Sorry for yep. well, Just warning everyone, we most likely will be going back and forth about a specific event in wrestling that we, we both won't say, despise. We won't, just, we won't say we won't say what it is it's just a specific event that had to happen on labor day labor day weekend it could be any event but i don't know we digress who cares we got the bucks and kennedy back oh yes back so we'll talk we'll talk about that in a bit we'll talk about it in a bit but um Yes. yes so my next favorite moment um, it's actually like a little combo because technically like it's the same thing but happened at different times and I'm giving a shout out uh-huh. to two of Hangman's promos that he's done um, I know you're a little you were a little later you showed up in like 2020 when you came when you started watching Dynamite. I did which is fine I'm not saying like oh Emily suit like <laughs> you know what Emily get out of here I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna go over again yeah no I'm not gonna do that I'm just saying because I don't know if you may or may not have seen this that's why I probably if I find a video I will definitely send it to you but before all out of 2019 Jericho and Hangman ow I just hit the wall Jericho and Hangman were gonna fight to become the first ever AEW champion and you know how they have mm-hmm. like Oh, the countdown, but it's also like the same thing, like the freaking video packages they do before a match. It's the same thing. So they had yeah. that for All Out 2019. And Hangman's promo, I posted clips of it, is just incredible. Like, I love that promo. You can see like the passion, the aggression, like how, like the want. And yeah. dare I say, this is like the word for Edge and um, Randy Orton in 2020. Grit, the grit that he had yes. during that promo. It was just incredible. The dude literally ripped stitches out of his eyebrow during that promo. I'm like, ah. I think when Hangman, and this is, I'm gonna come to, I'll, I'll say why in a minute, but I think when Hangman gets really passionate and he gets, you know, 
he works himself up. He does shit that I don't think he realizes he does until after it's happened. For example, the stitches, you yeah. know, he was screaming and he says, I want to pull the stitches and he ripped them and he was like, and he kind of like felt it. Like, I think it's like, oh shit, like I just pulled the stitches. <laughs> and then, and this is like, this is the other part I want to shout out, the other promo. Just recently before his match for the AW Championship with John Moxley, he was, he literally punched himself in the face until he started bleeding. And he kind of yes. realized like, shit, like if you notice, if you go back and watch that video, he kind of <laughs> yeah. like, he feels his head and he looks and you can kind of see him like really like look, making sure like he's all right, but he was bleeding and they really he's wouldn't like- show that side of his face because he freaking punched it. It was like pink. And then he got he made himself bleed oh on his forehead. So I'm like, I think when Hangman gets passionate and he gets himself worked up, he does shit like, like, almost like you know, impulsively, if you will. But I think that's what yeah. really shows like how much like passion he has. You know, he's a very passionate person, which I much respect. But when he's like, when yes. he wants something, he gets like that, and I love that. I love that aggression. I love that passion, that fight, that drive that Hangman has. And those two promos are really good examples of that. And those are probably two of his best promos, I think, yes. that he's had. So I'm giving those two as one of two of my favorite moments because again, they were just incredible. And if I ever find the full promo of him doing the one before all out, I'll definitely send it to you because again, it just really shows how passionate he is. He ripped stitches. Thank you. Head. Stitches on his head, oh really like, oh my god, like I can't even like I've never gotten stitches, but I know I would be afraid to. So imagine like after getting stitches, oh, and you yeah. just rip them. That's just the thought of it, just ugh, like yeah. you know, just ugh, rubbing my arms now. But go on, it's your turn now. Okay, so one of my favorite moments. This was when I first started watching AEW. 2020 summer it was covid i think everyone started a new hobby at the time Um, (laughs) but i had gotten into aew right as jericho and orange cassidy were having oh yeah and i think my favorite moment out of their entire feud was the debate conference shut up like oh careful 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 you don't want you falling over and saying help i've fallen and i can't get up (laughs) okay no but yeah that's a really good okay that feud was just hilarious it was like i don't think it was meant to be taken too seriously for for the love of god they had like a a mimosa mayhem match like they had to get dumped in orange juice and champagne like i don't think it was supposed to be taken seriously 10 stars stars for that but yeah i think the debate was really (laughs) funny and then like you have orange cassie talking about like climate change or something and eric bischoff was officiating all of it and it was, yes. it was just great but also like ooh, jericho's gonna hate me for saying this but oh my god i'm so sorry chris but when he ooh. dumped all the orange juice on his beautiful white jacket and then right after chris had to go to commentary yes. so he was in commentary with his soaking wet now tinted orange jacket so i was like oh but i couldn't help but chuckle it was that was good yeah and <laughs> as in the words of vince mcmahon that was such good shit i was like dang i, I live for this yes and then of course it led to their match and also out. chris jericho Yes, oh, and also Chris Jericho kind of became a meme Ooh. with his face reacting to Orange Cassidy because he was like, "Yeah, he just like a the meme. full on, how dare you face?" He became a meme with that, but also when he was dumped into the mimosa, I guess yeah, technically it's mimosa, like the he mimosa bath. He was like, "There's a meme of him floating," and I actually made a meme, but he never saw it. I might just tag him and say, "Like, look, this is a throwback that you never saw, dude. Like, come on now." <laughs> 
But yeah, good feud, entertaining as hell. Again, I don't think it was to be meant yes. to be taken seriously. It was just for like again comedic purposes. I is I argue that exactly. the way I argue that the same way I argued the same um with Johnny Knoxville, his match at WrestleMania. It was not to be taken seriously. It was a yeah. Johnny Knoxville match. So, like the Jackass gang was there. Exactly. So. But it was funny. Like I even showed my sister. She used to watch wrestling, but she stopped like a long time ago. She was a wrestling fan for maybe like mm-hmm. two or three years. But she, um, I showed her the match. She knew who Sami Zayn was, and she brief. She somewhat knew who Johnny Knoxville was, but it's because she never seen any yeah. of the Jackass movies. So I showed her the match, and she thought it was hilarious. She thought it was so funny, like everything that happened. And I was like, "See, it's not to be be- taken seriously. Like, if non wrestling fans can enjoy it, you know, it like yeah. that's that's all that matters. You know, it's the entertainment. Exactly. But yes, but yes really good. Um, that's a good um can't think straight moment to shout out it was i think <laughs> you know and it was a good way to make the best of what was going on during covid when no one could show up to the shows you know i don't think people yes. realize that like a lot of this stuff happened because there was no one to watch so might as well just keep it as entertaining as possible because no one was there yeah you couldn't you didn't have the crowd to like you know the, to really liven up the show so might as well just do what you can that's why yeah. they did like the las vegas thing that's why they did the dinner debonair or whatever with mjf like that's why that shit happened oh my god it was funny but, i mean for those of you who want to complain there's a reason for it happening you know yes speaking of mjf actually it's my next um oh my next moment um a, another combo promo is the MJF pipe bomb that happened um, after Double or Nothing, I believe it was right after Double or Nothing, because yes. he had lost to Warlow. And then his promo with William Regal, the first one, I think there was only one, but like he and William Regal went at it. It was so good. He talked about like how he abandoned him when he was trying to become something at 19. And then, of course, you have the infamous pipe bomb that he cut, you know, calling Tony Khan a mark, telling him that he belongs yes. in freaking seats with the audience. Damn, I wasn't. I was on a break from wrestling when the pipe bomb happened. Because actually, yeah. I was on. A, I was on a break for both of these. MJF just needs to stop cutting promos while I'm not there. The pipe bomb was after Double or Nothing, which I took a break from wrestling and social media because Hangman had lost the championship. I was very sad, so I, like, I needed to step away from yeah. social media. And then the Regal promo was after All Out, which I was very upset that the Elite got suspended for you know defending themselves getting hit by chairs getting saving dogs getting bit in their hair pulled getting punched i digress you know we don't know what we we still don't know what event that was right emily we still don't know but we don't we don't know yeah so i wasn't watching at the time and so that promo happened and i watched it on youtube and oh my god it was so good this dude is really good on the mic and so was william regal i'm like holy shit this guy oh definitely like you thought like you know mjf was gonna destroy him and then william regal just came out and like just hit him right back with the same amount of energy and fire i loved it i love the promo work when you can do a good promo i think like you know that's it's hard to be good on the mic to say the least Yes, it is. So that's another one of my favorite moments. Emily. I take the okay, Emily. Let's do this. I'm trying I'm trying to look on my list. Yeah, it's okay. Look at your list. Click right. harshly kick click the pen if you have to. Also, if you don't get the I take the Emily, you clearly do not watch friends. 
nope and you're you're not worth it yeah. i'm kidding i'm I, kidding i love you all i love you i all. take the emily emily <laughs> uh, okay good, good shit. so right. we got to talk about a more recent event that occurred yes. 2022 all right, all right um let's just say Two of our good friends were able to witness it happen. And that is when Justin Roberts went, and now. Oh my <laughs> God, yes. Kenny, Omega. Dude, just, I got chills when that was happening. I was hugging my Kenny buddy. I was literally like in tears. <laughs> like the tears, like when the, the match was coming up next, at the commercial, whatever, the Bucks came out, tears are already coming out. And then when they like, Started and when Justin Roberts just killing it per usual, announcing yes. Kenny Omega, I was like, oh my god! Like I got goosebumps. I started shaking. I was just a mess. We had yes. Kenny had been gone for over nine months. Yeah, and now, god damn it, I'm so mad. Um, <laughs> we got Kenny back for four days, Emily. I counted. I made. I went back to check every time Kenny was on AW television. And I, I just I was nice and included all out because technically that's AW programming. Four days we yeah. got Kenny Omega in 2022. And now we're almost done. And we're probably if we're probably gonna get Kenny. So we're gonna get him tomorrow because you know they're coming back. So maybe ah! I'm gonna say one, two, three. I want to say maybe about five or six days because I don't think they're going to be on every single week. They, you know, you know, oh they, they. So we're going to probably have Kenny for about ten days total in the entire year of twenty twenty two, which is hard to accept. I'm like, wow, like that, like cue the Michael Jordan. And I took that personally. Meme, like I was like, ouch. Yeah, like, but yes. The probably one of the best returns ever. It was long waited for, yes. longly anticipated. Everyone was so happy when Justin Roberts said, and now everyone just popped, and then he came out bigger pop, you know. And even on being the elite, you know, Nick was like, I got chills. I was like, yeah, I was like, I think everyone got chills, all right? Yes. And they're multiplying. Even with and even with Don Callis there, it was okay. I know, right? I was, was like, okay. damn it. I was like, I was, I think everyone was just so happy to see <laughs> Kenny. They didn't have a shit who was there with them. But yes, good exactly. moment. Lots of lots of tears. Definitely will be tears again when he comes back. Um, tomorrow, oh not on tomorrow. As of recording, it's tomorrow. When you get when you guys see this, it'll be yes. like maybe Sunday or Monday. So yeah, but at full yeah. gear. Get the waterproof um, mascara ready. Get the waterproof right? mascara ready. I know. <laughs> really quick before we move on, what do you think they're gonna wear? Because I saw I I was talking about this yesterday on my podcast. That they had trademarked the Wayward Sons, but apparently they retracted that trademark. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, oh, so, yeah. So I'm like, apparently they did. So I was like, what the hell? So now I'm just like, what are these dudes gonna do? Like, oh my god, I, I don't know. Like Kenny Omega, when he, I guess because it was it was on an episode of Dynamite, but he, it was also his return. He wore like the same gear he's worn before. Like he wore the flames. Yeah, Kenny, like you're returning after nine months. Okay, like come on now. But, exactly. So, I just, I guess we just have to wait and see. I hope it's good, you know. Yep. I just um, hope they don't have shaved heads. That is my biggest. Oh, fear. please don't even, Emily. Don't even <laughs> put that thought in my head. It's no, their hair is too beautiful. All three of them have such beautiful hair. It's too beautiful to cut to shave. Too uh, pretty. Like I'm waiting. I'm like, pretty. I'm like, watch Matt go back to just the sideburns and stuff. Like, <laughs> it's crazy because like when it first. 
you know, I have, I had tech, I've been watching the book since 2014, but started liking them since 2018. I've always been used to Matt with the sideburns, but then when he started growing the beard out in the pandemic, yeah. I was like, during COVID, I was like, dude, like, what, what are you doing, Matt? And, and then, <laughs> but then I got so used to it that, but that when he had the accident and accidentally shaved, I guess he messed up when he was shaving and had to end up shaving everything off. I was yeah. like, holy shit. I was like, never mind. I was like, go back, back, go back. Take it back, take like, it back. Like the, the fuck go back meme with the keyboard. Go back. I said, go back. Like <laughs> yes. that was me. I was like, oh my God, I take it back, but I'm sorry. No. Luckily he hasn't. Okay. He hasn't done it since then, but shit, that was, that was yes. hard to watch. And then of course they made fun of yes. it, but I was like, you know what? That's what happens yeah. when you fuck up, Matt exactly but also i okay am i the only one that likes nick jackson better with a clean shaven face no i just think i not only do i think he looks a little bit okay give her it's for me it's like i don't know because like maybe it's just because i love matt more (laughs) so i really don't care as much but i will say though i will say like there's some the reason why i say give or take is just because there's some pics where i'm like oh look nick looks pretty good there but like he's clean shaved but then other pics look i think he looks fucking good he has the full beard. But I think, honestly, for me, personally, I think Nick looks better when he has just, like, the peach fuzz of, like, the goatee or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the stubble? The stubble, yeah. I couldn't think of the word. But, yeah, yes. like, it's not it's not fully there, but it is peeking out. Like, there's some really hot pics of yeah. Nick looking like that. I'm like, that, I exactly. think, is my favorite Nick. So, but, yeah, I can see what you're Pinterest, Tumblr, exactly. every fangirl exactly. website out there. Yeah, well, Nick's getting his okay. first... Nick's getting his first bearded figure when unrived no unmatched series nine comes out, which I hope isn't soon because holy yeah. shit, that that series is gonna be hard on my wallet. Cause usually the most I'll oh. get is two at a time. The most I've ever gotten is two at a time. I got the which is usually yeah. the Bucks or like, you know, something like the last one was like Hangman and Jericho. This time it's four figures, which is the Bucks, Kenny, and oh Brandon. My God. And Brandon's getting his first figure. I really want to get it. The Bucks are getting yes! their first their first heel figures, which I really want to get. And then Kenny's getting another figure, which obviously I have my Kenny wall, so I want to contribute to it. But also they get they're Absolutely. getting they're getting their own. I think it's Target exclusive figures, which are going to be the Dior gear, which I'm like, dude, I'm like, I gotta start living. I'm gonna go live at Target now. I'm gonna go hide behind the toilet paper and just sneak in at night just to see who <laughs> there. But I'm going to have to start going hunting at Target because I want those figures, yes. Emily. I will set them up next to the Revolution ones. <laughs> but um, where were we? I already lost. Um, uh, your oh, turn. It was yes, your we turn. Talking, yes, we were talking about Kenny's turn. Um, so I have a debut, but it's a tie with two debuts. Um, I missed one of them. Okay. Again, I was on hiatus. I didn't want to watch wrestling or be on social media. But I got... Yeah. So on a Wednesday, while well, I was on the Wednesday, I think because I was like gone for like a week. On Wednesday after Double or Nothing, I suddenly got spam tagged in a bunch of stories and a bunch of messages from people like, "You need to turn on Dynamite." I know you're not watching. We've got to turn it on. Why? Well, it's because my favorite New Japan wrestler of all time, Hiroshi Tanahashi, oh. had showed up on Dynamite. It was so exciting, and I can't believe I missed it. But if you know whose debut I didn't miss. Kazuchika freaking Okada. I didn't miss Okada's debut. And oh my God, I started crying when Okada came out. We were all worried that he wasn't (laughs) going to be at Forbidden Door. And I was like, oh my God, Hangman's going to be in a one-on-one match with Jay White and freaking lose again, which I didn't want. 
but no, that didn't happen. We got a four-way. It was a good match, you know, but I'm giving yes. this favorite moment to Roshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada, who came out and made their Dynamite debut. I don't think Okada never had a match on Dynamite, which I think needs to change. He needs to have a match on Dynamite. Yeah. Um, Hiroshi Tanahashi did. He had, I think, I think he only had one match, but still. It was good to see them, you know, it's, it was, you know what, it was not only good to see them, it was good to see them at a decent hour, okay, because when, normally when I see them, it's in the middle yes. of the night or early the next morning, so it was good to see them, like, in the evening, but yeah, um, yeah. great wrestlers, would love to see them again in AEW, hopefully, I was thinking about this, um, because they already did something, Um, they already did Forbidden Door, I was thinking, like, look, how about for, like, Wrestle Kingdom? Because last year, for or this, not last year. It's because it feels like last year, but it's because it's the beginning of January. Earlier this year, for Wrestle Kingdom, they had three nights instead of two. And then on the third night, they did a crossover show with Pro Wrestling Noah, which is another Japanese wrestling promotion. <coughs> so I'm like, what if this year they do three nights of Wrestle Kingdom again? They have their two normal ones. And then on the last one, they do another crossover show, but it's with AEW. And this time, the AEW wrestlers go to Japan. Like... That would be actually really cool. Yeah. So, like, Tony Khan, make it happen. All right. But yeah. So, shout out to listen to the fans. Exactly. Give me what I want. Except that's for Triple H. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Shout out to to Tana and Okada, two of my faves. Love them a lot. Talented as hell. So Emily, your turn now. Okay. This is another Kenny Omega moment. Yes. All right. Always welcome. I'm really happy we're getting him back. Um, so you might remember a little event called Winter is Coming 2020. Oh, yes, I remember that moment. Very bittersweet moment for me, honestly. I'm not going to lie. Yes. But specifically when Ken- when Kenny used the microphone to knock Moxley out and steal the belt. And then he ran off with Dawn into the sunset and all the fans were like, <laughs> the, what the heck? The set was already set, Emily. There was no running to be, like, there was no running necessary. They just did it because they didn't, they don't love us. I was, it was a very bittersweet moment, only because I just, I knew Kenny was going to turn heel, but I didn't want it to be because of Don Callis. Like, I wanted him to turn heel because Kenny wanted yeah. to turn heel. But I mean, I'm obviously over it. Yeah. Obviously, I'm very happy that Kenny was the champ and he's the longest reigning champ. Um, in AEW history, Woo! and all right, shout out. And um, of course, like you, I'm very excited to see him come back tomorrow. I cannot wait to watch. And yeah, um, we love us some Kenny Omega, and we're very disgusted that we're probably getting him for no more than ten days in this year alone. Mm. Okay, so um, next Again, stupid little prick. Yeah, I'm gonna say Again, stupid little prick had to ruin everything. Yeah, Penny Steel. Penny A Steel, because we called him Pennywise because he bit Kenny's arm, just kind of like Pennywise beat, it bit Georgie's arm. It's... No. <laughs> yeah. Penny Steel and Georgie Mega make it happen. Oh my God. <laughs> so, my next favorite moment, um, obviously, I think it's a lot of people's favorite moment, but more specifically applies to Emily and I, um, happened on full gear of last year where finally hangman triumphs and gets that AEW world championship another pretty bittersweet moment for me but there was more sweet than bitter of course i was so happy that yeah hangman was gonna be the champ he's finally wanted this three year or two plus year journey 
was finally coming to an end where he finally he leaves this journey on top you know on top of the mountain yeah and um but also I was very sad because I knew we were gonna get Kenny like Kenny was gonna go away for a long time and as he and he did I was also just very worried yeah. that I was like I'm probably never gonna see Kenny wrestle I was wrong god fuck I'm good lad. I was wrong but at the moment it was I was sad but happy at the same time so there was a lot of mixed tears of sad and happy but of course yeah it was a great moment which soon led to national cowboy shit day emily was there because it was the virginia debut i was her side made it to tv which was really cool it was a cute side so it was it must have been so cool to be there with freaking hangman in but but i feel like it hits different when you're actually from virginia like if i just showed up to virginia i'd be like yeah cool i'm in virginia but like <laughs> it hits different when you're from there you know what i'm saying yeah yeah great moment would love to see it happen again and then again just the what if game and the what could have been game that i always play with myself um like i, I probably wouldn't have happened but like had Heyman not in, gotten injured like what would have happened with the title match like i just want to know you know exactly but now we'll never know yeah I just hope speed of recovery for him. But anyways, Emily, yes. next. sending our prayers. Yes, sending our prayers, thoughts, um, hopes. Trying to figure out how to donate um, healing to Hangman. <laughs> Emily, yes. next favorite moment from you is what? Well, because it was yesterday, National Cowboy Shit Day. Exactly. Like, that All is just. Day. It's by far one of my favorite days of the entire year. Not just because of the theme of the day. Like, Not just because it was a you holiday. You get to wear cowboy looking. Yes, mm-hmm. national holiday. Make it's it a happen. holiday. I don't care what anyone says. It's a holiday. <laughs> I would have taken it off but... had I not had. Exactly. No, we, we should... need to make like a little pass. Make passes for school. Just being like, I got permission from Matt and Nick Jackson to skip school to watch some of their matches. Cause, or cause I got permission so. from Hangman. Because Hangman. Why are we <laughs> yes. in class? Hangman told me I could take the day off. It's a holiday. Exactly. Um, but think I think my favorite moment out of that entire day was just um I don't know if you saw my story um yesterday, I did, but I, I got to I actually did, meet Hang. You didn't meet Hangman, but she I got met to meet the parental mom and dad. Did you tell them good I job? I met the parentals. <laughs> did you tell them good job for making Hangman? You did a great job. You guys did great. I just I said Hangman is just Chef's kiss. He's incredible and I absolutely love him. Yeah, they do. And apparently my mom said this. And I'm, since my mom has better memory, shout out to my mom for being the wrestling person that got yeah. me into it. We love you. Um shout but out to apparently mom. <laughs> she she, she her, Emily. Oh, tell her I say hi back. Also, also Emily's mom <laughs> said I could pick up Emily from Virginia. <laughs> so Emily, one of these days I'm just gonna she pull did. up. So Definitely. I'm gonna take you I'm gonna take but, you to school one of these days. <laughs> but go on. Yes. But um, I remember it was at the end of my conversation with his dad, and apparently he had actually said, "Oh, Stephen's on his way. He's gonna come chat for a little bit." And yeah, I saw. I saw my mom story. said, "My mom, but my mom apparently said he did invite me to come stay with set to stay for a few more minutes." Emily, so I know. Why didn't you? I don't remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. stupid for it. I'm sorry not to take away from the moment, but when you said, "I know," you sounded just like Monica. Like I, I know. Like um, wow, which one was it specifically? Um, 
Oh crap. Which one was it? I don't know why the first thing I'm thinking of is when Phoebe gave her the haircut and she was like, oh my god. Because when she cut her hair too short, she's like, oh. Like that's the yes. first one I'm thinking of, but you sounded just like Monica, so I was just like, hold up. Well, like Emily Geller. She's influenced me too much. Yeah. <gasps> that's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, there was going to be um, an Emily Geller had he not said Rachel. <laughs> I know. It's uh, the only Emily we don't like. I know, right? I feel so bad because, like, I say, oh, I hate Emily, but I'm like, wait, but I don't hate Emily because I love Emily, but then I don't like Emily. I'm like, I got to specify which Emily, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, but yes, oh, Emily could have met Hangman and we're all very sad. <laughs> Emily, like, I just, I can't help but, like, Emily. I know, I know. I screwed it up. Uh, Emily screwed well, Emily. Emily screwed Emily. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, uh, no comment. Brett screwed Brett. Vince screwed Vince. Emily screwed Emily. Make that a hashtag. Yep. <laughs> hashtag Emily. That's up there. But, okay. Um, all right. So my next favorite moment was actually just very, very recently, as recent as this past Wednesday. Ooh. It is probably going to be my favorite oh. moment for the future also. But look. Lucha Bros just win their match. They retain the trio's titles. And Pac yes. starts calling specific individuals out and saying that if you want to, th- if you think you could just come back, like you've been, like how, like the rumors have been saying, and you think you could just take us on and take our titles, you're basically calling them out without yeah. specifically saying their names. We get the ticking clock. Yeah, yeah. We get the graphic. It's blank on one side, but all of a sudden the reverse Thanos happens and they just suddenly appear on the graphic. That and pop was... The pop was well-deserved. I'm pretty sure everyone watching at home also had the exact same like volume of pop when that happened. I know I did. Yes. I was so happy. I'm like, the elite <laughs> are coming. They're back. Finally, after, you know, like a, two months, I think, but... Yeah, it's just good to know that all is well with them and they will be back. And I know I am going to definitely, as well as probably Emily and many others, are going to remember this moment. And it definitely will be a favorite because it's basically confirming, like, hey, calm down, fam. They are coming. Don't worry. Because that was the big thing. Like, are they going to be back for yes. full gear? But now, yes, they are. I know some people are like, well, that just spoiled it. But I'm like, dude, I'd rather know. Like, just, you know, I know it's a spoiler, but dude, like, just, I don't want to live in the anticipation. Just tell me, okay? Yeah. All exactly. Right. I have two. Um, can more... I add my thoughts to that moment? No, oh, of course, yeah, of course. If you want to add your thoughts to anything, okay. by all means, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so like the one thing that's been ticking me off about the AEW community, specifically with the elite, is all the hateful Instagram comments or Twitter comments being like, "Oh, they're booking themselves." Oh, seriously, they're just ruining everything about wrestling again, and blah blah blah. And I literally just want to go up to each and every one of them and say, stay in your mother's basement and stop watching if you are going to be exactly. so rude. Like Exactly. And you really think they give a shit who you think? Obviously not, because they're coming back on, exactly. on, on Saturday, tomorrow. That was a recording for tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, yeah. like, look, like, and you don't have to like them, but like, you, come on now. Like, they, Kenny Omega guts, like, they're still I, like, human. They're not, yeah, they're not only still human, but like, come on, like, I, I, I've said it before. The most Kenny Omega way to get suspended is getting suspended for saving a dog, getting your hair pulled, and getting bit. Like, he exactly. got suspended for that. 
And people are like, well, they shouldn't have kicked the door down. I'm like, dude, do you really honestly think they kicked the fucking door down? Like, do you really think? I'm pretty sure. Okay. No. I will admit, they may have barged in. Like, they may not have knocked. They might have just let themselves in. And if Punk was naked or something, yeah, yeah that would have been fucked up. They shouldn't have barged in. And I will give him that. But the fact is, he basically, he asked for it. He said, like, look, like, if they want to come talk to me, they know where I am. And they did just that. And I guess he just didn't like that. And obviously everything just went to shit after that. But I don't see in a world, I don't see any reason why someone who gets a chair thrown at them, someone who gets their hair pulled and bitten, and someone who gets punched in the face, like any reason for them to get suspended. Like they didn't initiate any of this. They weren't the ones talking publicly in front of millions of people watching like so badly and they're the executives yeah. they're the higher ups like i i kind of talked to my mom about this she doesn't like wrestling but i was like mom because she kind of could tell i was upset and she's like well what's up and i was like i was like i just asked her I was like mom if you because she's she's an executive for her the bank she works at so i'm like if you and like oh, cool. two of your fellow executives got like a physically assaulted and verbally like belittled and like basically got shat on verbally to other people what would happen to them? They're like, well, we would definitely press charges and they would be fired. And I'm like, exactly. In, in any normal freaking world, that's how it should go, right? But not in this case. Yeah. So I was livid. I was pissed. And of course, people who either disagree probably just like CM Punk, which there's no problem liking CM Punk, but you got to like take off the rose freaking glasses, you know, like this... Exactly. There should be no, if you're, if you're a professional, doesn't matter if you have a higher position, if you're a professional at your craft, at what you do, you don't do this shit in public. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't talk shit about the people who are above you. It doesn't matter how you feel. If you really feel that way about them, go tell them yourself. Like, why did you feel like you have to say this shit publicly? And it all started exactly. way back from when he called Hangman out on there because Everyone says Hangman went into business for himself. I'm like, dude, no one started using that term until Hank, like CM Punk said that about Hangman. And even then, like his problem with Hangman is that like he offered him advice and Hangman said, thank you, but I'm good. And I'm pretty sure he was polite about it. Hangman is a very professional, calm individual. I don't think he was any. Yes, he is. I don't think he was rude. I think just Punk took it that way. And he just didn't like what he said. And I, there's basically yeah. proof of it because before then, before Hangman rubbed him the wrong way, he, they were all buddy buddy. Like, didn't he sing with Hangman after? Was it that the Virginia show when they sang karaoke together? Yeah. After like, how do yeah, you go they, from? Yeah, they they sang Country Road. Yeah, how do you go from singing Country Road after Dynamite goes off the air? to absolutely despising his existence because of something he said like it's not exactly. it's not meant it's not right like it's like like freaking stop it get some help like for real like exactly period period exactly but anyways that was a big long side tangent emily your next Woo! favorite moment okay wait i gotta mark off the other okay so this was not a particular moment but rather a match is that okay yeah that's fine okay um the parking lot fight between best friends and santana and ortiz that was one of the first matches i ever watched of aew and i was immediately like oh i'm sold yeah sorry it's because um i don't mean to be unprofessional on my phone but um 
I do not know if, because my sister's at a theater show. I think it was required for her class. But now I don't know if my dogs have eaten. So if they haven't, we might have to like, we could just speed run this really quick. And then I'll just leave. Yeah, yeah. But they've eaten late before. I just want to make sure they're good. So, but yeah. anyways, um, sorry. I did hear what you said. And yes, that match was incredible. A really good use of like your time, like in the dailies place during the pandemic when no one was there. Yes. It was one of those make the best of it moments, which I really liked. And it really showed like just how incredible both tag teams are and it's very sad because Santana and Ortiz apparently are on very bad terms right now like they are very like at each other's throats right now that's why we haven't seen them on TV or you've seen like one or the other like I know Ortiz has a match I believe in 30 minutes um with Eddie Kingston tonight oh but like Santana and Ortiz as a team have not been together on TV because apparently they have very they have issues right now, which is very sad because they were always talking about how they're like each other's brothers and like they always got each other's back. And now yeah. like it's crazy how it's all gone to this. And I hope they can kind of like put their yeah. differences aside and like they have a pair of shoes coming out together for crying out loud. Maybe that'll kind of get them back together. But oh my god. But like I don't know. It's very sad. But again, a very good moment, really good it really showed just how capable both teams are and I hope that Santana and Ortiz come together um because I was hoping that at the very least they could be like the ones to beat FTR for the eight the triple a titles the triple a tag titles so like if you don't want to give them like the AEW titles I might as well give them those or the ring of honor titles yeah all right cool someone FTR still has all three of those right yeah they have not lost any of the titles that they've Oh my god. They won. But they're defending them, so I guess I can't complain too much. But, like, it's just crazy, because, like, I don't, like, I know they're a really good team. I will not discredit FTR at all, (laughs) but they, and then, like, Cornette, and then the fans, they're always saying the reason, one of the big reasons why, like, people don't like the Elite is because they think that they book themselves, like you said, but more specifically, FTR says, like, you know, they don't put us over. But it's like, dude, you have three titles right now. And even Dax, Dax Harwood posted a long list of all the matches he's had this year alone. And I'm like, why are you complaining still? <laughs> like, what's the issue then? Like, just because oh the Young Bucks, like, and they have put them over. They successfully defended the yeah, they did. titles against the Young Bucks in a really good match. And I know the trilogy's coming soon. So who knows what's going to happen there? But, like... The point is, is that, like, if, if they look, they obviously have this, like, Dax Hardwood has his long match, match list from matches this year alone. They have done really good matches this year. And so I guess my question is that if you're that, if you have all these accolades, all these matches under your belt this year alone, why, why must you need to complain about the Bucks not putting you over, even though they technically have at this yeah. point? And also, it's like, yeah. I've, I've tweeted this. I'm just like, if FTR are as good as they say, which, I mean, it's good to say that. They're a really good tag team. I'm not saying that I disagree. But if they are as good as everyone else and themselves like to say they are, why do you need the Bucks to put you over then? If you're that good, if you're the best team, if you're the seventh star FTR, if you're, like, the living legends, why must you – is it for personal satisfaction or what? Like, why must you have the young yeah. Bucks put you over? Like, if you, you don't need it, clearly – but why why is it still a big issue for them? Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. No, no, Emily. But okay, so next moment for me um is a debut. Um probably Ooh. one of the biggest debut. Okay. Uh maybe after Punk. I won't give him where credits due. That's probably the biggest AEW debut in history, all right? Yeah, been gone for yeah. 7 years, but that's not the debut I'm talking about. 
the second biggest debut in AW history, probably especially because it was in the beginning, was John Moxley showing up at Double or Nothing 2019. It was the first anything. Yes. It was the first anything. First pay-per-view, first show, first whatever, first match card that AEW has done. And it sold out in like, what, in minutes, like 30 minutes or less. And yeah, um, John Moxley showed up during the main event and he attacked both Jericho and Kenny Omega, which soon led yes. to two great feuds on their own. And it, again, it was probably one of the most historic debuts because John Moxley had posted that video on Twitter about, you know, right after his WWE contract expired, you know, they did a yeah. goodbye by tribute show for him, like the, with the Shield, and it was really yeah. good. So it was really awesome to see John Moxley showing up. It had been the first time since the Indies, since John Moxley was in the Indies, that we had heard that name. So it was just yeah. incredible to see how far he's come from then. Yeah. All right. So that is, no. I don't know. He's a badass. He is a badass so much so you didn't your dog go after him. You have little Moxley. She'll be two in December. She's I already think. gonna be two. I remember when you first got yes. her as a puppy. I know. Aww. Now she's just a wild psychopath. Just like Trump. So the- she lives up to her exactly. name. Exactly. She aw. She does. How cute. Oh, I, I love doggos. They're so cute. And your doggos. I love your doggos. I love your dog. Your doggos. They they need to be like on FaceTime or something. You'll just show them like, come say hi, Chewie. Except, <laughs> except Cherry Bella would probably stay. Cherry would be like, absolutely not. Cherry hates being held. She hates love. She hates affection. I'm like, you know what, Cherry? Fine, but I'll still feed you. Oh my god. She hates love Emily. She hates being loved. She'll only love you when she, when it's on her terms. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like you'll you can pet her, go to kiss her, and she'll like push you away. But then like you'll be like down, and she'll go and like plop right on your lap. I'm like, really? Like what? What Aww. happened like five minutes ago when you didn't want anything to do with me? But, but anyways, next favorite moment, Emily. My next favorite moment is a Yum Bucks moment because yes. I think people can tell that I we have favorites, and like <laughs> they are the reason why yeah. I started watching AEW in the first place. So. Big shout out to Matt and Nick Jackson. I love you. And I hope to meet you one day. I know. Me too, Emily. (laughs) But after, it just gives me some Manifesting that we both get to meet them. I know, right? I hope so. But here's the thing, like, not to be negative, Nancy, but like, oh my God, like after all this and all the backlash they've gotten from like half the wrestling audience because half of them are on CM Punk side, I really don't know how often they're going to do meet and greets anymore. Like they they were doing them very rarely. Now I'm just like, forget it. Exactly. Like, I think even if they, like, just did, like, the video meet and greets, if that, that, would, that would be that enough. Would, yeah. That would be absolutely enough. Yeah, I can show can, them like, my wall. I can show yeah. them the wall. I'll be like, look, I do, like, yes. And you can record them, right? And then, like, keep them for yourself, right? Isn't that how, it's like, a, yours with Thunder Rosa went? Yes, but only because um it was on a stream that was soon uploaded to YouTube. And it was on Facebook, so I was oh, able okay. to screen record it. The Jericho one that I did in 2020 was on Zoom, so I could not record it unless I did it, like, on my phone. But I have no idea how I could, like, just set up my phone. Just didn't. Record. Yeah, I'm like, like, don't on. mind me. Hold on, hold on. And continue. Go on. Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully, but we could dream, can't we? Yes. All but right. this moment um happened in June. I think this was my last day. Of, it was actually my last day of school. Um, 
it was when they um made his made history and became the first two time tag team champs. Shit, was that in June? It was in June. Dude, it's November. Oh my god. I hate that I don't really remember that title, that tag title ring, but <laughs> it was not long at all. They lost like no. in three weeks. Because of Matt's Matt had an injury, right? Or what mm-hmm. were they just trying to I think they were just trying to like <laughs> They were honestly, I think they were. Oh, I hate to say this, especially with the young books. I think they were placeholders because they were supposed to, you know, they had just lost their match against the Hardy Boys at Double or Nothing. Right, it was supposed to be the Hardys, and then... but then Jeff got into an incident. I'm not going to specify, um, but he had a Jeff Hardy had an incident, and so he couldn't make it, and so therefore it was just um, Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks, which I think they just wanted to. Actually, no, I think the reason is because they wanted to turn Christian Cage heel. That's when they turned him heel, I believe. So, yeah. So I think they were just placeholders. And I was like, if it wasn't the Hardys, it was going to be the Bucks. I believe the Hardy boys were healthy and able to go and compete. They would have won and the Bucks would not have touched those titles again. Um, Which honestly, I'm not going to say I regret it because I don't. I don't want to say I regret it, but I will say that 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 new tag team Young Buck shirt, the with the titles and the new logo, like with the title in the back or whatever, probably the biggest yeah. impulsive money, like the biggest impulse buy I've ever like done because I was <laughs> like, again, they held the titles for they I got the shirt and maybe like the week after they lost. I was like, really? I was like, wow. But I still like it because I'm like, look, at least they're still a tag team, you know? It's not like they yeah, broke exactly. up or anything. So, I mean, no regrets, but it was, I will say, impulsive that yeah. buying that shirt. But, um, yeah, really good moment. I, I'm sad that I forget it, but um, it's because it didn't last long. And it's hard to believe yeah. that happened all the way back in June. Yeah, so, I just remember that Matt had the sideburns, Nick had a clean-shaved face, and Nick had, like, a weird broken nose thingy, yeah. and he was bloody everywhere. Yeah, so That's um, I, I just remember. I just have honorable mentions that I'm just gonna go through quickly before so that way if, okay, in perfect. case you have in case you have any more we can talk about those really quick but then we can also get into matches. Yes. So um so honorable mentions I'm giving um the elite winning the trios titles because you know I was there it yes. was cool to see um the hung bucks reuniting um reuniting it really didn't happen but hangman came out to help the young bucks he's wearing beautiful butterfly jeans. They were yes. on good terms, but now because Hangman's injured, the elite got suspended. Now we don't know what could have <laughs> happened, which I'm very exactly. upset about. Um, um, Emily's there, and I'm trying to reference her. Kenny Omega winning the AEW title, which she already talked about. Um, the Bucks winning the titles the first time against FTR. Yes. Really good match. They had the stipulation where they could never challenge for the titles, which I'm like, why do people do this? Like, it, I don't like that stipulation. It, it's stupid. But nope. they won. Matt won without a shoe or without his boot. He had the cool Young Buck socks, which I'm still on the hunt for. Those are so cool. Um, if they even have any out there. Um, Britt Baker and Adam Cole winning the Owen Hart tournament. And yeah, Hangman. And the last one I have is Hangman returning to win the casino ladder match to challenge for the title at Full Gear 2021. Because he had been gone. That was since... actually the last moment I had. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yes. We can both talk about it. Uh, I'll just briefly say he was out since... August, no, July, July, it was July, because it was Fight for the Fallen, July, he was out in 2021, he was out from July to October, which is a very long time, and um, he missed all out, but um, he was actually just written out for a bit, because 
Um, again, he had to go have a, a baby. He was going to go have a baby. Baby little hangman. And don't, no one judge me, all right? But I learned that, I'll probably have to go look for reference, but I learned that um, Hangman's baby was born in late August. And the reason why I know that, the only reason why I know that is because um, Hangman made a post when all the shit and all the drama was happening. He made a post saying that, you know, he loves Alex Reynolds because he's his dad friend and that their babies were born five days apart. And so, oh, not too long ago, Alex Reynolds made a post saying that, oh, his baby boy was three months old. So I'm like, interesting. So I did the math backwards. I think it was in November, right? He said, yeah, no, October, September. yeah. He said that, um, he said, let me find it. Hold on. <coughs> um, he talked about how his baby was three months and, um, he talked about how his baby was three months. I'm trying, I'm trying to look for his, through his Instagram right now. No, you're perfectly fine. But he talked about how his baby turned three months and, um, if you go back, I believe it was like late August. So that baby go if you do the math, that means his baby was born in late August. And if Hangman's baby was born um five days apart, then then that's either five days before or five days after that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Hold the head they could be yeah. dark order besties. So November 25th is his baby. Oh no, that was three months. So um october september august 25th the baby was born so either on august 20th or august 30th hangman's baby was born so he had to go be he had to go be a dad his wife was gonna like was probably like eight to nine months pregnant yeah and um so yeah he had to leave to go be a dad but it was still a great moment when he came back yeah so emily go ahead share your thoughts now i spent too much way too much time looking for that stupid post oh no it's not a stupid post but that post (laughs) Well, I just remember like you and everyone else getting so excited and I'm just like I I really hope it's him because I want to see him kick Kenny's ass. No offense to Kenny, but he kind of deserved it at the time. Yeah. I I state my I rest my case. But just the pop he got as well and that it was Mox in the ring and then him, but I also love the little you know how they have the name icons and his little like blurb at the top. Yeah. And it said, finally, he showed up to work. Finally I just showed up to work like... as Lower Thirds. I have, like, all the Lower Thirds Hangman has had, and I'm very sad that I haven't updated it yet because he hasn't been on. Um, but, yeah, it said, finally showed up to work, and then on the next Being the Elite episode, he had to, got a letter basically saying he got to come back to work or he's no longer getting paid. So he's like, shit. Yeah. I was like, well, sorry, Hangman. You, we miss you. You got to yes. make that money. You're a dad now. All those diapers are... No, diapers ain't cheap. They're expensive. Yeah, you need diapers. (laughs) But yeah, so cool. So those are our favorite match moments. Now we're gonna get into matches. I think we're a little over an hour in, so let's try. We're gonna try and like speed it up a little for the matches. Yeah. Um, Okay. All right. So first match, um, I have as a tie because it's the same match, different time, but both equally really good. And that is the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros. First one being at All Out 2019. Second one being. Um, all out 2021. So both happened at the same yes. pay-per-view, just different years. 2021 was extra special because we got Thumbtack Shoe. And we did. Matt was just crazy. 
he was feral shoe. yeah he was a feral little boy with his shoe and the thumbtack <laughs> shoe and of course he's talking about like he can't get it through security which i'm like matt what were you thinking it was all exactly. out in chicago you live in california i don't know how you got that through tsa you probably checked in a bag but oh shit i'm sorry kenny i got <gasps> kenny hold on there okay but yeah so that's my first one um emily next favorite or your favorite match one of your favorite matches um the lights out match between thunder rosa and Britt baker the first yeah. one yeah that was just... both were really good i've had that one actually for my next one but it was both of them because they were both really good thunder rosa has Britt baker's number in lights out matches so at yes. this point, we need to see a trilogy of a lights out match with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. We do. Next one I have, I'm going to skip over that one because you already mentioned it, um, is Stadium Stampede, the first one. That was the, like, I liked, okay, don't get me wrong, the Inner Circle one, was, well, the Inner Circle was in both. The Inner Circle and the Pinnacle one was, it was all right, but yeah. the first one was so much better like it was exactly. so much it better was. you had hangman coming in on a horse you know they thought he didn't show up and they were pissed at him because he was there like where the hell is hangman and then <laughs> ref opry's like no you gotta go gotta start the match and then kenny had a broom they wore the inner circle wore like football helmets Hangman yep. like chased sammy down he um he was like walking around just yelling out sammy <laughs> sammy where'd you go and then he had they had a barf yeah. He had a bar fight with Jake Hager. We had the Kenny and Hangman moment where they toasted milk and whiskey. Um, I'm trying to get through all this fast. The one-winged angel through, I don't even know what it was. It was like this platform that was at the bottom yeah. of the stadium. We had Matt Jackson doing the 100 yards of like the freaking, um, I don't even know what the can't the flip the move thing. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm blanking on the name, but I don't have time to think about it. Yeah. Um, so many good spots and moments when Hangman was pushing the freaking the stuff that paints the the lines from the football field. He pushed that over Jericho. Jericho got paint all yes. over him. Just the whole match was just so entertaining to watch. That was honestly the make the best of what you got, make the best out of the situation they could do, which was the stadium stampede. I remember when Jericho first announced it, I was like, announced it. I was like, that's fucking dumb. But no, yep. they proved me wrong. Great match. So I tried to get through that as quickly as possible. There's just so many yes. spots. But yes. Go on, go on, Emily. Um, and more recent match, the acclaimed versus um Swerve in Our Glory, I believe, for the tag team belts. Oh I are you talking about so all happy. out or Grand Slam? I think Grand Slam when the Acclaim won the yes. belts. And they got the freaking scissor foam fingers what I honestly want. <laughs> I would probably just hang it on my wall or put it on my desk. Yeah. It's so funny. Like, I never thought that the whole scissor gimmick would be so funny and so entertaining. Like, exactly. if you look, if you, like, if a non-wrestling fan watches, like, for example, Max Caster coming out and they just see the scissors on his tights, they're probably going to think, what the fuck? And then wrestling fans, exactly. are, gonna like, wrestling fans are going to be like, you know what, you you don't get it. Yep. All no, right. 90s kids, no, suck it because of D-Generation X, however. You know, scissor me. Scissor me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god good stuff good stuff very good so um okay so my next one is one from 2021 and Mm -hmm. that was the was it 30 minutes i think 30 yeah 30 minute draw between kenny omega and brian danielson such a good oh, that match. Was a good one. It was a really good match on both ends. Of course, Kenny said yes. there ain't gonna be no rematch, which I mean, Kenny, come on now, please. 
for us. Um, I hope like it doesn't even have to be for a title, just like yeah, a grudge match or a blood feud, you know. Exactly. Um, hopefully, since you know we are getting Kenny Omega back, maybe maybe we could have it for like, look. I know we're trying to get through this fast, but let me just say it really quick. Um, if Brian Danielson wins the Ring of Honor title at Full Gear, have Kenny just challenge for it, and then they can do another 30-minute draw where Brian says, there ain't going to be no rematch, and then they do have a rematch, but this time Brian wins again, and he retains the title, and there's oh. actually a finish to the match. Yay! Yeah. Make it, give me what I want, Tony. But yeah, so good, good match, Kenny. Had beautiful blue gear. One of my favorite Kenny yes. Next one, Emily. Adam Cole versus Hangman Adam Page, where Adam had the weird-looking armor gear. The, oh, the Halo gear. Yes, right? the Halo gear. That match just, it had me on the edge of my... That was Revolution, like, right? That was the same one. Yes. That was the same one where Hangman had the the rainbow gear, which is so beautiful. Yes. So pretty. Which, which you know what? Major pr- massive props to Hangman for wearing the the pride gear, if you will, at in Florida, because that's when they were talking about the don't say gay bill, which is bullshit. But we're, we're, this isn't politics. This is wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but yes, really good. Um, really good match to shout out. Uh, my next one is um, where am I at? Right there, I am. Um, Elite Squad versus Dark Order and Hangman. That was the same match we just talked about that took Hangman out. Actually, that it was the week after he got taken out, technically, but that was the yeah. match that made him get taken out. Um, really good match. Five on five elimination tag match. So good. Both entrances were incredible. Hangman came out with the yes. beautiful rose gear. Oh, oh my god. Such beautiful gear. So but I really wish they could make elite squad jerseys, but I think it's because they don't want to get sued that they haven't yeah. and probably will never. But such it was um good moments, it's gonna say. Good time. It was a really good moment. Yeah. Good match also. So yes. Next for you, Emily. Um, this regards Hangman and National Cowboy Shit Day. It was after he entered. Well, actually, when he entered the huge poppy guy, that was just um, I'm just going to go back to the Kenny Omega versus Hangman match because there's so much I can say about it because yeah, the that's... storytelling was it was beautifully done well, in my again, opinion. It's just, it was Hangman, you know, just trying so hard. It's like even like at Fight for the Fall and you think, oh, he's going to finally get a side match. No! He freaking loses but little did we know he had to go be a dad so it's okay. But like in the yes. moment I was like, why? I was like, I, and then they had the it was the first match and then you had the pain maker at the end. I'm like, how am I supposed to be happy when I just watch Hangman lose? Yes. And then the triple super kick against Hangman. I'm like, dude, just lay him oh, God. Yeah, but good match obviously. Um, That was actually my next one but it was for both Kenny Omega versus Hangman matches, because at least Hangman won one, Kenny won one. Both were good matches, but yeah. I'll just briefly say that because you already mentioned Kenny versus Hangman. So with that being said, I'll go to the next one, which is another Hangman match, but it was actually a. Hangman, Adam Cole, but the one on Rampage, the street, the Texas death match. Hangman came oh, out. That with was his, a good one. The first time we saw the tasseled jeans, which honestly... Since I learned how to make myself some tassel jeans, I think I'm gonna make the black tassel jeans now because oh my god, those jeans are beautiful. Um, that's when oh my god, I'm going to hell for this. That's when Adam Cole died for our sins because he um freaking got the 
barbed wire. It was Good Friday, and if you're Catholic, that's the day Jesus was crucified. But hey, I'm Catholic. I go to church every Sunday. I practice everything, and I still thought it was funny. So everyone could take a chill yes. pill, right? But I, I again, I still go <laughs> how Adam died for our sins. I'm like, whatever. But thank it you, was Adam still, Cole. Yeah, thank you, Adam Cole. It was still <laughs> a really good match, and again, both like. It was really good from both competitors. And I think we need, again, just the whole trilogy for the trilogy's sake. We need another Hangman versus the, an Adam versus Adam match, you know? Yes. Anyways, go on, Emily. I take the Emily. Um, I literally think a lot of, okay, Jungle Boy versus Darby Allen in 2020. That, that one was good. That one honestly, that was good. I honestly think that is what made MJF kind of declare himself Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara as the four pillars. I think that match is kind of what solidified that. Because yeah. they're like the young talent that's like the future of AEW, you know? Which yeah. again, they're the And I just wish Um, I wish Jungle Boy hopefully gets the proper push that he needs after tomorrow. I think he I will. Won. I think Yeah. I think too. he's gonna be like that ultimate baby phase where he's just gonna struggle so much, but at the end he's gonna come up on top, which will be really good. Yeah, you no, know, because he needs it. I think, like at this point, he needs it. Like he got a, uh, his last match, he got attacked by Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and I think he's gonna get. Like, I don't, I don't wish this upon Jungle Boy, but I think he's gonna get attacked by Christian Cage. But I think it's gonna really push that baby facing. Like he's still gonna go. He's still not gonna lose. It's gonna be like kind of like Dolph Ziggler against Team Authority. You know, when there was three on one, but he's still like love that match. So do I. He's going to be kind of like that, have, have that kind of resilience where he's just going to, like, when you think he's over, he's just going to kick out, you know, because he has that much fight in him. Yes. Yeah, no, it's a really good match. Good choice. Um, my next match is, I talked about it in my favorite moments, um, the match that Moxley so happily um, crashed, and that was Kenny versus Jericho at Double or Nothing 2019. Really good match. I will not discount this match i but i will die on the hill that says that their match at wrestle kingdom was better so i want another kenny versus jericho but i keep saying this i want the pain maker versus the cleaner like hardcore cleaner like with the aviators the black trunks the broom you know the leather jacket like i want that yes. cleaner, like the original cleaner versus the pain maker let it that like, would be incredible and like in like i don't know no disqualification match you know yes all right, Emily. Next one. Next one. Not My almost. next one involves Kenny Omega again, but it was him versus Pac in the Iron Man match. That was a really good match. <clears throat> I remember it wasn't supposed to be commercial free, but because NXT and AW were at war, they were doing the Wednesday yeah. Night Wars. Um, NXT had announced, "Oh, our first thirty minutes is going to be free," and then AW's like, "Well, so is ours." And, but it was that match. I wonder if. Had that not happened, if they would have made evented, but still, it was. It's a rare Kenny loss in AEW. Like I think Kenny's only yeah. lost to Christian Cage, Pac, and Hangman. I think that's the only people he has. Oh lost my god! To. I can't think of anyone else at the moment. What Kenny Omega has? Well, I guess and Chris Jericho at Double or Nothing because Chris Jericho won. So four people who have beaten Kenny. That's that Dang. pretty big. That's a pretty big deal. But so now my next one is Hangman Page versus Brian Danielson. Both matches they had, they had a draw, and then they had another match where it wasn't a draw. Hangman beat him. 
both were absolutely incredible. I know people like were saying like, look, if you didn't think Hangman was good enough to be champion, like these two matches alone, they were like the first two title defenses he had. Like this just goes to show like he can fucking hang and he could leave the locker room. He could be the champion and he could be a damn good champion. So I think this was the reason why I like these the most is because, or like, like why I listed them is because again, it just kind of proved that Hangman, Hangman like can hang, dare I say. Hangman can hang. So, all right, Emily, next one. I have two, well, I have honorable mentions, but you know, I go by those just like quickly, but actual listed matches, I have two more. So I don't know. How I actually gonna... listed all of mine already. All right, well then I'll just, mine. I'll still, um, I'll share mine and then you can just share your thoughts because I'm pretty sure you have cool. thoughts about the two I have. Um, my next match I have, um, Young Bucks versus Kenny and Hangman at Revolution 2020. That oh. match is absolutely like breathtaking in the best way yes. possible. I have never seen such fantastic tag team wrestling, probably since Young Bucks versus Golden Lovers, which I still think is a little bit better than this match. I've said it before that Young yeah. Bucks and Golden Lovers have a little bit more of a personal backstory because Hangman was more of a wild card in this case, especially because he was kind of having problems with the three. But, um, yeah. No, it was a really good match. And if you guys have not watched it, I highly recommend you go watch it. It is so, so, so good. It is like a good example of tag team wrestling and how good it actually can be. It is. Such an amazing, like, it's a classic. Like, I know we are remembered as a classic by, like, you know, years from now, everyone's going to be talking about yeah. this match. And then the last one I have before the honorable mentions, which I don't have that many honorable mentions, but um, probably I will say the best i will say this like i will admit like say this like the best match in AEW history so far because and things can change we can see mm-hmm. more but i think the best match that AEW has had in all of its existence since 2019 was john moxley versus kenny omega full gear 2019 lights out match that yes. match i had never in my life had to stop and take a quick break before like before i continue a match because just so much happened so much happened and even the build-up was good like they had the barbed wire broom and the barbed wire like two by four you know they were or whatever and like you know kenny would call john moxley out and you know mox put kenny through a freaking glass table and then you get to the match you have shit like god like getting slammed into glass and like kenny omega had john moxley and like i don't know what submission hold it was but he mox had to drag himself through the broken glass to get to the ropes to pull himself yeah. out we had the mousetrap table that kenny omega took they had the chains that both of them have endured like you know in the mouth and yanked you know yes. um of course there was the freaking i don't know it wasn't even a table it was just like a net if you will of barbed wire that they got suplexed into and that wasn't yep. even the end because afterwards they got off the barbed wire um Kenny Omega thinks it's a good idea oh my god I've never been so because Moxley this is like his stuff this is what he does so yeah. not that I didn't wasn't worried about Moxley but like Moxley like this is a thing Kenny not so much so you have John Kenny Omega ripping the freaking mats off the off the freaking mat on the wrestling mat he rips the mat yeah. off it's just wood and then he tries to go for a maneuver and bam face first onto the hardwood 
It was so hard to watch. Finally, John Moxley picked up the win. I was just more relieved than anything that the match was over. The yeah. Wednesday after they showed the aftermath of Kenny, I had the I don't know why. I don't know why, but I have the full video on my phone. Kenny Omega is just walking. He looks hurt. He has a like the blackest eye I've ever seen. You would have thought that someone yeah. just took paint and just painted over it. His back yeah. just oh, it's so scratched and beaten up. It was disgusting. Like the welts on his. I was like, oh my god. Like I want to hug you, but never. But also at the same time, I don't want to touch you because I don't want it to hurt. That match was just really good, really nerve-wracking. And again, I will say it that so far, it is the best match that AEW has had. Yes. Oh, my God. And then just honorable mentions, I have Aussie Open versus the Elite, which was the, the quarterfinals to go to the finals at um at All Out, right? No. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because what did the – oh, yeah, it was Hangman and um, – Hangman and Dark Order. How could I forget? At all out. And then Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy for Bindor, because that was a really good match. I know everyone thought it was yeah. gonna be a joke, but it was not. So yeah. that's all I have. Um Emily finished her matches not too long ago. Um, but you know, I think we definitely got a good chunk of AEW out there that we really enjoyed. I think we did. There is still so much more at the same time, but we kind of had to compress it, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for this show. We just wanted to talk about our favorite moments, just right up reminisce, excuse me, the last three years that AEW's had. And you know, there's so much more in the future that we can go back to at some point. You know, I'm pretty sure this won't be our favorite. This won't be the only favorite moments episode that's gonna happen. But I thought we, you know, start this AEW show off by talking about what we love from AEW so far. So yeah. yeah, but thank you so much, Emily, for joining me. I take the Emily for um thank you for joining me and technically joining me again but we're not going to talk about that <laughs> um but tell the people where they can find you you all can find me on instagram at emily underscore covers 06 perfect she does merch picks and she does really badass covers so if you want to hear some damn good singing just look no further. Go to Emily's page. <laughs> also, I mean, the girl's been on Broadway. Like, she's gone to Broadway, right? You've been on, you made your Broadway I, debut? I had the opportunity to dance on the Wicked stage, and I will be dancing on Broadway again in June. There you go. Oh, my God. I feel like a proud mom. Like, okay. I wish I could be there, like, freaking, like, the Mean Girls mom, like, dancing with yes. while I'm recording. Yeah, like, it's such, that's just so amazing. I'm so happy for you, Emily. But, yeah, you can check, you can Thank see a small darling. taste of what she's doing on Broadway on her Instagram. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter, which is currently deteriorating, so maybe not for long, but also <laughs> on Instagram at y2garcia underscore. There's no underscore. It's not me. That mistake has been made. Um, I have a script for the outro because I suck at doing the outro. Um, you can find, you can <laughs> follow Katie on Twitter at katierassel13. The link tree is in her bio for all things she showcase. We usually are live on Thursdays on twitch.tv slash she showcase. However, this week is going to be on Wednesday because Thanksgiving is Thursday at the time this comes mm-hmm. out. Um, and I think Katie is probably going to be doing a solo because I'm busy Wednesday night. Um, she will be going after Dynamite. Um, we have our custom URL on YouTube finally. But if you still want to check us out on YouTube because you missed us on live and you want to see us on video because it's a lot better than listening you can go to youtube.com slash showcase but if you prefer to listen because you like us as background noise for some reason you can go to anchor spotify google podcast and apple podcasts um we also 
have merch if you want to check that out big shout out to justin aka heel tactics he's the musical mastermind behind all the music for every single show that she lead has and he does it free of charge massive shout out to him we cannot thank him enough for this um if you want to know more when in doubt just go to katie's go to the link tree in katie's bio um we have shows like i just mentioned the she our weekly showcase we have this one that we're just doing like the fuse i have my own other show for new japan called the new japan takeover which i was it was on hiatus until wrestle kingdom but there is a big pay-per-view coming up this weekend that i might want to do a recap on so maybe you'll stay tuned for that um katie also has her own two shows on her own called inside the mind of which is an interview show where she interviews people in the wrestling community and in the crowd which is finally coming back and that's a collab show that she does with other podcasters and i believe that is it so until then um emily and i think next time you'll see us will be after full gear we're gonna be talking about everything that happened everything that went down yep but until then this has been the first and the debut episode of light the fuse Bye. Bye. Goodbye and good night. Bye.